0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Charla Comunitaria. This is your host, Audio Ortiz at WDIY, and tonight we have with us two very important community members that have taken their time to be here with us, very passionate, and we are going to be talking tonight about the Hispanic Heritage Month that we're going to be celebrating here in Bethlehem. We have Representative Steve Samuelson that's here with us tonight. Good evening, Representative Samuelson. And we have Tony Fernandez from Northampton Community College that she has been in charge of making the Hispanic Heritage Celebration a big one. So tonight we're going to start with Tony. Tony, I understand that you have done this for about three years. Is that correct? And... Guide us to what is the Hispanic Heritage Month celebration about,
1: and what are you doing to make it better? Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here this evening. Hispanic Heritage Month is a celebration recognizing and honoring the contributions, the culture, histories, and achievement of Hispanic and Latino individuals in the United States. It's an opportunity to highlight and appreciate the diverse backgrounds and rich traditions of people with roots in Spain, Mexico, the Caribbean, Central and South America. And as you said, this is our third year celebrating it at Touchstone Theater. We'll be doing that Saturday for the first time on a weekend, uh, September 16th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., Representative Samuelson, how
0: you got involved in the Hispanic Heritage Month?
2: Well, I'm very excited to be part of Hispanic Heritage Month every year. And I think it was 2019 was the first one we had. We had it in the parking lot outside of uh, Northampton Community College here on the south side. And we, we really planned a celebration. We invited a lot of organizations, a lot of community partners. One important community partner that we had there was my former assistant, our host, Oreo Ortiz, <laughs> who was very instrumental in helping us uh, plan the activities in that first year and the subsequent years, and we really got a great cross-section of the community out to participate. More recently, in 2021 and 2022, we had it in the, uh, the stage behind Touchstone Theater on 4th Street, and that's the site where we're going to gather this September. There's Hispanic Heritage Month celebration all over Pennsylvania, all over the All over the country. Um, I know there's a big one. My colleagues uh, in the House of Representatives down in Reading participate in a very big celebration down in Reading. Um, I think it's the exact same day as ours, Saturday, September 16th. But we're looking forward to this, getting a lot of folks from the community excited about celebrating Hispanic heritage, Hispanic culture. And uh, I love the flag display. We always have a flag display where we have flags from 20 uh, Latin American nations that are by the stage uh, by the Touchstone Theater celebrating Hispanic heritage.
0: Tony, you have been working with Northampton Community College for how many years? And, and I've seen the passion that you have uh, in whatever you have done here in the Lehigh Valley when you, you came in and you kind of like started many, many things. Tell me about Tony, the person that someone you know, because sometimes we say, okay, Tony is a community outreach manager but Tell me about Tony the person.
1: Well, you know, I have had such a various experiences. If you were to look at my resume, you would say, my God, this lady is all over the place. I have a degree in early childhood education and was a Montessori teacher, preschool teacher for 11 years. And, I didn't uh, know that. You see? I know. <laughs> and uh, four years I was director of a Montessori school in Cumming, Georgia. But I've also been a realtor, a vocational consultant, so it's varied and, and now I do community outreach for Northampton Community College. But what they all have in common is re- building relationships and um, reaching out and meeting people and bringing the community in And what I love about my position at Northampton Community College is that I am able to meet with just various people. It could be students, and then it could be at the Fab Lab where I'm meeting with people who are starting their own businesses, creating products, and selling them online. And then I could be at the Hispanic Center giving them information on how best to avoid fires in their home or escape a fire if they have it at home. And then I could be at a taco fest in Easton providing information on our accredited and non-accredited courses and then helping organize events like the um, Hispanic Heritage Celebration, which I'm really proud that Honorable uh, Samuelson included me in the celebration three years ago to be a part of it, for NCC to be a part of it. So I just feel really grateful. I love this community. I moved to this community eight years ago and uh, It's hard to move to a community when you're much older, you don't have children in school, and to make friends. And this community has just embraced me, and I I love it. I love this community. It's, It's an incredible community.
0: Thank you for what you do. And most importantly, the Hispanic heritage is so important for our young people as well because we are in a world that, you know, people are looking forward to see, okay, my identity is. So when we speak about young people and when we talk to them, and, and I and I know that uh, Representative Samuelson and yourself are working on a good program this year to, to kind of display the countries, to be proud of where you come from, that they're going to have a flag, it's going to have this T-shirt that was going to show that your country. That is so wonderful, Representative Samuelson. What, what can you say? Like, a young person, you know, that say, you know, I'm just like a regular kid, but when when he sees that flag and when he sees that I'm somebody special, I belong somewhere.
2: Absolutely, and Bethlehem is such a wonderful place. So many cultures have come together in Bethlehem, and we celebrate. We celebrate all the places every one of us came from many times throughout the year. So this is a chance uh, during the month of September and October to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, it's a nationwide celebration. I co-sponsored a bill out in Harrisburg, a legislation to honor Hispanic Heritage Month. It was uh, introduced by my colleague from Reading, uh, Representative Manny Guzman. And he writes about how Hispanic Heritage Month in the United States has gone back to probably 1968. And he had a wonderful quote in here. He says, this gives us the opportunity, gives all of us the opportunity to celebrate the rich culture and significant economic benefit which Hispanic communities have brought to our state. And he talks, he goes on further about the many ways that individuals with Hispanic heritage have contributed in so many ways in communities, in with the workforce, in the military, throughout Pennsylvania. So we're going to be voting on that real soon in Harrisburg. I do like one thing we do at our local Hispanic Heritage Month. We, we hold out individuals as unsung heroes, we give out awards to people who've had a tremendous impact on the community. Just in the last few years, we honored uh, Alexander Magarin, owner of Chandi's Market, for everything that he does to help out. Um, we honored Scott Williams from North Pan Legal Services, Bob Rapp from the Bethlehem Emergency Shelter. I know we had Jose Cruz from the Health Bureau, Roy Ortiz from the Linfield uh, mm-hmm. Linfield Community Center. And uh, one year we caught somebody by surprise. It was somebody who was on our committee. Her name was Aurea Ortiz, your host today. (laughs) Yes. And even though she was in charge of many of the uh, activities, we did a surprise Unsung Hero Award for Aurea Ortiz for everything that that she has done. She's incredible.
0: And I'm I'm thankful for that. And we're going
2: to have new Unsung Hero Awards coming up September 16th, but it's a surprise. You're going to have to come out, Touchdown Theater, and find out who the honorees are.
0: The unsung hero is that person that you might know that is, like, close to you and you don't... But it's like whatever he does or whatever she does, she does it out of the heart. That She goes out or he goes out there in whatever profession or a neighbor, a friend... So, if you know someone like that, that is an unsung hero. So, it doesn't, sometimes we used to kind of honor the kind of the same people all the time because the community knew the person. But then now you have a chance for the future that anyone that you know that is doing good and is not saying it just to to benefit from it, but doing it from the heart, that is an unsung hero. So what can you say about that, Tony?
1: Um, the six people that will be receiving the Unsung Hero Awards are people who have contributed uh, in maintaining the Yasco Park and mentoring um, students and children in that area. And they've done this volunteer. One of them created a beautiful mural, and so we're looking forward to that we're going to have food, we're going to have performances and music. So September 16th, come on out. You will enjoy yourself from 11 to 3 and cultural costume or t-shirt contest with a money prize. So come on out. It's going to be very colorful and yep. a money price. Hey,
0: if you have a custom, come on, man. It's going to be wonderful to to be there, the music, the food, the environment, That saying yep. we're Latinos, we're here, you know, we're here. So, And we have something to give that is more really important. Yeah. And What can you say, uh, Representative Samuelson, about all this in a few minutes that we have?
2: Well, I'm I'm just very excited that we're that we're taking time as a community. Um, this is our community-wide celebration. Behind Touchstone Theater, that burial stage that's in the parking lot right behind Touchstone Theater, it's a wonderful space. We could fit two, three hundred people there if you get the park next door. I hope the fire commissioner is not listening to our show. No, <laughs> it's an outdoor stage. It's right off the. It's um, between Fourth Street and the Greenway, and it's a, really a wonderful place to celebrate. I know the school districts also planning events uh, in the month of September for Hispanic Heritage Month, but it really is important for all can, of us to take the time. Those,
0: can you give me those dates so people? Will, and you were talking about a specific one that is more or less. Can you give me that information? There's a,
2: it's going to be the week after ours. Um, it's uh, September 22nd, and in past years, I know Lehigh University has also planned events for Hispanic Heritage Month. So the community-wide one is the one we're talking about today, September 16th, Saturday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and it's really a great chance to get out, to celebrate, and to honor and remember the, the wonderful heritage that we, that we really celebrate in our community every day.
0: Así que, mi gente, por favor, vengan en septiembre 16, ese este sábado, septiembre 16. Mira, le van a dar un premio. Si tiene un buen, este, si se visten bien lindos así de su patria, enseñen la patria que usted, mira, usted nació en, en Puerto Rico, enseñalo, nació en Santo Domingo, nació en Cuba, nació donde, en cualquier lugar de Latinoamérica. Venga ese día, va a estar esa música de todas las naciones, esas banderas, ese sentido de patria que vamos a tener. Así que yo los invito de todo corazón para que ustedes vengan en septiembre 16, ¿A qué hora, Tony? De
1: 11 a 3, y vamos a tener actividades para los niños también.
0: Van a tener música actividades
1: de niños. van va a estar bien chévere.
0: Bien poderoso va a estar, y esa música va a estar este, a todo lo que da, así que Gracias, este familia. Acuérdense, en septiembre 16, en el Touchstone Theater.
1: En el barrio de, de
0: 11 a 3. De 11 a 3. Eh, y si quiere alguna comunicación, si quiere tiene preguntas, ¿a qué teléfono deben llamar?
1: 770-722-4531.
0: Van a, a llamar es a... es a... mi
1: celular, así que <risas> me puede llamar
0: directamente. Mira, le, le dio el celular, así que está ahí está directa con ustedes. Llamen a Tony... Tony le va a decir, este, mira, esto, vengan y, y si tienen alguna pregunta, le pueden hacer la pregunta a ella y gustosamente le va a contestar. Thank you so much. Thank uh, Representative you. Samuelson, do you have anything thank, else thank to say? Thank you for
2: having us here and, and thank, yeah, you thank you for so helping us to get the word out about Hispanic Heritage Month and our celebration on the 16th of September.
0: It's been an honor. To have you represent Samuelson, it's been an honor. Tony, thank, thank you, for, you for all what you do, okay? Thank you. Están escuchando Charla Comunitaria, acordándose de September 16, el, el Hispanic Heritage Month. Muchas gracias y que pasen muy buenas noches. You're listening to Charla Comunitaria at WDIY, Lehigh Valley Public Radio.
2: Thank you to the members of WDIY for making all the programming you hear possible. Becoming a WDIY member is the best way to support your listening and to ensure WDIY will be here for the next person in our community to discover. Make your membership gift today at 610-694-8100 extension 4 or WDIY.org. We couldn't be here without you.
0: Good evening and welcome to Charla Comunitaria. This is your host, Audio Ortiz with WDIY 88.1 Lehigh Valley Public Radio. And tonight, I have the pleasure of having with me Mr. Guillermo Lopez with the PA Latino Convention. Hi, Guillermo. How are you doing today?
3: I'm great, Aria. And before we go any further, I want to say thank you and how proud we are of you and the space that, that you take up for us.
0: Thank you, Guillermo. And I'm honored because coming from you, I, that, that is like great and big for me. Now, we were recently talking to Tony Fernandez, and we were talking about the Hispanic heritage that is going to be on September 16 that they were going to be yeah. celebrating. And this is just gives me like a little transition over to speak about what we're going to be showcasing tonight, and is the PA Latino Convention. Yes. Please, before we start with the PA Latina convention, I'm more interested in. I know our Spanish and English listeners are more interested in knowing our guests, uh. because everyone has a title, everyone has something to do. But the person who carries that title is the most important person to me. So tell me more about you and how, from all the things that you have done, there are a lot, and we have brief, uh, briefly kind of uh, have a summary on it, but. That led you all the way to the PA convention. Tell me about it.
3: Well, I think I'll start with where I'm the happiest is with my grandchildren. Um, Of all the things that uh, I'm involved with or have been a part of, that seems to be the space that, uh, that all the work that I've done and it really prepared me what I like to think as to be the best grandfather I can be. So that's the How many
0: grandchildren do you have? I
3: have two. I have a 9-year-old granddaughter Audrey Perando, Audrey Joyce Perando, and uh, a grandson, he's 5, Elliot Perando.
0: My my grandkid is going to be born in December, so I uh, I don't yeah, have yet uh, the experience, but I'm just suffering from from <clears throat> gram, <grandma> mitis. <laughs> it's, it's,
3: Well, you know, it even gets better because they lived most of their lives 3,000 miles or more away from us. And in the last year, they moved to uh, Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. They're a military family. Mm-hmm. They're in the Navy. And my son-in-law, Scott, got stationed in Mechanicsburg. And wow. uh, so we're thrilled with that. But so, you know, I'd have to say that I'm fortunate that I, uh, am in, I'm I i mean, on the shoulders of my ancestors, of my parents, of, of the early pioneers, Puerto Rican pioneers that came to Bethlehem. Yes. Uh, they came through. Bethlehem Steel. I, I went to Bethlehem Steel. I was there 27 years. And, you know, speaking of Tony Fernandez and the work that she's doing in partnership with the Industrial Museum, they are going to be doing a big celebration of the 25 years. I think it's celebrating the closing of the Coke Works, which was the place where most Latinos and Puerto Ricans that worked for Bethlehem Steel were put to work there.
0: In that Bethlehem uh, Museum of uh, the Industrial, Industrial
3: Art. Museum. Smithsonian, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, with yeah. Megan that I that, yep. I, that I'm all also all of them. They're they're doing a phenomenal job. They're doing uh, the research stories. They're you know they're lifting up the names of, of the people that were here before us, and that's a good thing.
0: That is a wonderful thing because we won't be here without them, that's right? right? And and that's right. and that's something that that we always should, should stress to everyone what we know. You know, it should not just be staying with us. We should have, like, give it to someone else. That's a special gift that we give. And, like, a- our ancestors gave that to us. We'll give it to somebody else because, you know, like everything, we die, but that, that keeps on.
3: I don't know that a lot of people actually recognize how much that group of early Puerto Ricans did. They were pigeonholed to work in the hottest, dirtiest environment, but they worked together there, and when they were there spending eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, um, they talked. And they talked about what, what, what was going well, what wasn't going well, what the community needed and how they can organize around it. And so that's, uh, even though it was in an incredibly oppressive and unhealthy environment, they made the best of it for themselves on how they make their community better.
0: I could imagine them yeah. singing
3: oh, and, and The, the and, Puerto Rican club and, and was, was devised out of there. The mm-hmm. Puerto Rican Beneficial Society, mm-hmm. the Hispanic Center came out of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go down the list of all these uh, local uh, staples of our community that uh, have come out of there. They had baseball teams. They had Puerto Rican club teams, Holy Infancy teams. Because
0: they had that creativity in them. Yeah. Nothing yeah. that was harsh to them meant, okay, this can be done.
3: They also were able to, hey, this happened to me. Did this happen to you, too? And so from that, they could put together a sense of, well, this shouldn't happen to only us kind of thing, you know. And then they would devise conversation out of that, and and so it would work. But there's some, not just my dad, but I think of Don Gilmar Garcia, who's still alive. And I don't know, a lot of people knew, but I believe he appeared before Congress uh, speaking on behalf of the oppressive environment and the mistreatment of, of particularly of Puerto Ricans in the coke works and in the work industry. A lot of the good that we have was because of his courage to do that.
0: And I think that young people should be aware of that. And I think this is, you know, I'm trying to, to find those young people voices as well so so they could understand, you know, what we have now came from the suffering of others that came before us and that's very very important to know
3: yeah so yeah so I think a lot of the good things that are happening now are because of, you know uh, I like to say that we are our uh, ancestors wildest dreams we're exactly what they wanted us to grow into and then it continues because uh, then our children and our grandchildren, they become even wilder dreams, if you will.
0: Exactly. And,
3: uh, they have, and the, they have the youth. They right. have the strength. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, and to speak of the Pennsylvania Latino Convention, I, you know, there's a couple of names I have to mention here. Olga Negron has been, I believe, the co-chair of that for, I think this is our fifth year that mm-hmm. we're doing it. <laughs> and then... The commissioner, or maybe not commissioner, I'll just say the leader, uh, the the chair of the convention has been Norman Bristol Colon, and you know they have both moved into these incredible spaces. Olga is now the executive director of the governor's advisory commission on Latino yes, affairs for yes. the state of Pennsylvania, and Norman has moved into a, a new position of he is the uh, governor's director of diversity and inclusion uh, for the state of Pennsylvania.
2: Wow, and, that,
3: uh, I didn't
0: know that. That yes, is amazing. Yes,
3: he is the lead DEI person for the whole state now. Wow, that's and, um,
0: good for him. Congratulations oh, listened, to me, because and, um, that's that's an achievement for him and for us. I mean, I take it as, as a wonderful thing.
3: That's right. And, you know, the hope is that Norman uh, has led in a way that everybody rises that works with him, that uh, as he grows, we all grow. And the other thing I can say about Norman's leadership is that he uh, embraces the wisdom of those of us that have been there a long time. Uh, He doesn't forget uh, where he came from or where the rest of us have come from and has a vision for where we're headed. He embraces youth in ways that I uh, have, have not seen other people do. And I think he's going to do well representing the governor and representing all the populations of Pennsylvania.
0: These news are, are wonderful and, and to take into consideration the youth because they are the ones that we have to give this opportunities to also. And kind of like lead them through the way and guide them. So my biggest congratulations to him and yeah, the organization. Absolutely. Now, one of the things as the people will ask, what is really the purpose when when you were doing like the convention, what what was kind of uh, in mind uh, to create this convention?
3: Well, one of the the most important aspects of the convention for us is that you know we're a million plus strong in Pennsylvania as Latinos, and I, you know I've been doing this the work of diversity and inclusion since the late '80s, before it was called that. Mm-hmm. I was doing it in Bethlehem Steel, and so. I think we want to be able to create a space where we have conversations that lead us to safer and more healing spaces for issues of accessibility, issues of race, issues of sexism and uh, uh, transphobia, homophobia, all those things that we actually reflect the thinking that everybody wants to belong to a safe community. I think that's sort of the goal of, of how we're moving. We're going to be in Harrisburg, which is, you know, the hub of politics for the state of Pennsylvania. Yes. It's the capital. And so although we're not political, but we want to make sure we influence politics. And so I think... It's important. Exactly. Because so.
0: we are we are part of a voice. So yeah. we, we have to.
3: Yeah, So so we're going to have a lot of panels that we haven't had before. I've been asked to oversee about 35 hours worth of workshops uh, for the convention uh, around issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we want to be able to highlight our successes, recognize where we have to grow, and challenge ourselves to be the leaders that everybody respects, wants to partner with, and uh, invites in growth.
0: Now, Give me, like, the information on the date, the place, so people, if they want to attend or if there is any fees or or any, just give me some general information about the convention.
3: It is going to be in Harrisburg, Mm -hmm. and the date is, I have this right here, will be in Harrisburg September 20th through the 22nd of 2023. It'll be at the Harrisburg Hilton, and the website is palatinoconvention.com.
0: And, Guillermo, if anybody wants more information about the convention, they should contact you or, or someone else.
3: Yes. Actually, uh, the website, palatinoconvention.com. You can reach me at, at org.
0: Okay. Can you repeat that just for our sure leaders?
3: So the, uh, my email address is g at org.
0: Okay. And all the information about pricing and all other information will be at the website. Absolutely. Okay. On the
3: website, it is all there, registration, all the events that are, will be happening. And uh, we're looking forward to our biggest convention so far.
0: Wonderful. Now, in these minutes that I have, um, would you just tell me more about any other project or or anything else that you want to share with us?
3: I think uh, what I want to share more than anything is there's three organizations that I've near very near and dear to me personally, and one is the Hispanic Center of the Lehigh Valley. Uh, I believe we're going to have some exciting news really soon. And the Latino Leadership Alliance of the Lehigh Valley is an uh, organization. I'm one of the founders. Check us out, LLALV.org. And then my institute, I, I've been the Pennsylvania Latino Convention has uh, honored me by naming an institute after me. It's the Guillermo Lopez Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Institute. And we're formulating that as we speak. We intend to have leadership workshops, uh, roundtable discussions, things that help us move forward Yes, in those kind of spaces. So those are the things that are most exciting to me right now. That is, And also starting to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month is September 15th. This year will also be my 50th wedding anniversary with my wife Isabel.
0: Congratulations, yes. congratulations, Isabel! <laughs> that was one of the most important things at <laughs> the, the beginning. Oh my goodness! But congratulations and yeah. and thank you, thank you for so much, so many things that you do for our community and and I wish you all all the best and that the convention just be like uh, sold out and and that we're going to teach our young people about what is being a Latino and how we could help others. Thank you so much. It has been a wonderful privilege.
3: It's it's my pleasure, and thank you.
0: You have listened to Charla Comunitaria with Aurea Ortiz. Thank you for listening.
3: (laughs) If you enjoyed this program, please go to WDIY.org or the WDIY app to share or become a WDIY member.